Welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. First, I want to thank all of you for the wonderful comments celebrating last week's 100th episode milestone. That's kind of a tongue twister. Um, There is a winner for the free reading, but she asked that her name not be made public. Yeah, she did not want her name made public for reasons that I totally understand. And I completely and honor and respect that. So she said we could use her initials though. So SR, congratulations. And I look forward to to your reading. As I was meditating on what to share in this episode, I was struck by how much a few slight changes in my life in the past, I don't know, two or three weeks have made for me. And that led me to today's topic, which is all about alignment. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life, but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So I think I've shared on here before, but I left my last marriage in early 2008 for several reasons, Um, but mainly because I knew that I needed to travel in a different path. My life was completely off track, although I didn't realize that at a conscious level at the time. I just knew something wasn't right, and I needed to figure some things out. I did a lot of soul searching, and I realized that I was the common denominator in all of my marriages and relationships because that was not my first marriage and divorce. And so I took a long, hard look at why I had made the choices I had made in my life, in my relationships, in choosing to leave relationships, um, and in my life in general. And what I came to realize then was that I was living out of alignment with who I was at soul level. Now, I know that sounds kind of woo-woo and esoteric, so let me explain. Something, how do I explain this? Um, Something inside of me, something that was buried so deep inside of me was yearning to be seen and to be heard. And it wasn't only in my marriage. I felt that the career that I was in, well, what I used to say was that the work was killing my soul. Doing that work was killing my soul. I didn't even really understand what that meant at the time. I just knew that it was true. Something wasn't right in all areas of my life. And I knew I couldn't go on living the way I was living or I would lose my mind figuratively, if not literally. And so that's what began my quest. I started searching and learning and exploring and seeking and questioning and being curious and being open and diving into things. I mean, I went down rabbit holes that I never would have ever thought I would have gone down. And in all of that, I learned what living in alignment meant for me. 
And I say what it meant for me because it's different for everyone. What's in alignment for me and for my soul is going to be different than what it will be for you. And I want to share with you today one of the ways that I did that. And this was something that I came up with on my own. It's something that I use, I've been using with my clients for, oh my goodness, um, probably six, seven years, eight years now, maybe probably longer than that. Um, But what I did was I looked at my values. I did a really deep dive into values and what my values were at the time. Because here's the thing, our values change as we change. But what I did back in the beginning, this was probably 2008 or nine, I created a list of my top 10 values. And then I narrowed it down to five. I narrowed it down because 10 is too many to focus on. It's like, it's like you're looking here, you're looking there, you look, you know, you just, it's scattered. 10 makes you scattered, makes your focus and your attention scattered. So I narrowed it down to five. And then I looked at various areas of my life, like relationships, career, finance, health, spirituality, um, my social life, all those kinds of things. And so I narrowed it down to the five and I looked at those various areas of my life to see if I was incorporating those values in any way in those areas of my life or not. And mostly I found that I was not. And I really wasn't surprised because I knew something was off in many areas of my life, which is why I left my marriage. I didn't leave my career because I needed to support myself. Um, I didn't leave my career then. And I am still in that career on some level, but not in the way that I was. And I'll talk about that in a minute. But when my life was kind of out of, I I realized a few weeks ago that my life was out of alignment again, when I had shingles and my home flooded, I just knew that something was really off in my life. Things being off in my life had not happened overnight. It was like a slow build, but things that were happening in my life were a wake up call to me. Now in the past, you know, before pre-2008, I may not have realized that. And I might've just sat there and thought, oh my gosh, why is all this stuff happening to me? And, you know, cried in my soup and my tea and cause I don't drink beer. Um, but you know, all those things, right. But instead what I did was I went back to the things I had done in 2008. And what I did was I came up with a new list of values. I made some adjustments And I will say that in just two or three weeks, things are flowing much more easily in my life again. Now, I am not saying that my life is perfect. I'm not saying that I don't miss my son as much as ever. I'm not saying that I don't still have those dark periods where I cry because I do have those moments. But here's the thing. Things are not the struggle that they were a good part of last year and the first part of this year. This is not a difficult process to do, but it does take getting really honest with yourself about your life. So to do this, all you have to do is begin by searching for a list of values on the internet, look through the list, and then come up with your top 10. Then narrow it down to five like I did. And then again, look at the different areas of your life that I mentioned a few minutes ago and ask yourself if you are incorporating any of your top five values into those different aspects or areas of your life or not. So I want to give you an example. Let me think of, let me think of an example. Okay. One of my top values has always been freedom. Always. 
I don't see that ever changing for me. It's part of my soul makeup, part of my soul profile. It's kind of, it's encoded in my DNA. And so I know that that will not change. Although some of my other values did change, but I'm going to use freedom as an example because it's a pretty, um, it's a simple example for me to talk about because it is so intrinsically woven into every cell of my being. So in 2008, when I did this and I looked at the life area of let's use work and career again, I did not feel any sense of freedom. I was, as I called it, I was stuck working in an office. I enjoyed the people that I worked with, but I feel I felt stuck. And so I decided over the course of um, you know, doing this exercise and then a lot of other things that I won't go into here, but I one of my intentions became that I wanted to work part of the time in an office and part of the time from home. And within a few years, I was doing freelance paralegal work a few hours a day in an office. And I was working from home in my own spiritual business. It wasn't really a spiritual business at the time, but in my own business. Now, today, in 2022, as I record this, I work completely from home doing some freelance paralegal work and doing my spiritual business as well. And you see how I realized that I was out of alignment. I came up with what I wanted. Well, at first, I came up with my values. I came up with what I wanted, my intention. And then it manifested. Now it didn't happen overnight. Like it say, like I say, it took a, a couple of years to make the one transition. I've now made another transition. And in all honesty, my next intention is to release all of my paralegal work and solely focus on my spiritual business. So that's my next intention. Um, I'm not expecting this to happen overnight, but I do know that it will happen because I continue to do the things that allow me to be who I desire to be and to become the woman that lives the life that I want to live. Okay, so that is what I want to share about living in alignment. But now I want to talk about, and this all connects together, but I want to talk about the upcoming full moon in Libra. It happens this coming Saturday, which is April 16th. It's known as the pink moon, and it, it occurs at it's either 11.56 or 11.57 a.m. Pacific time on Saturday the 16th. So that would be 2.56 or 2.57 p.m. Eastern time. Now, remember, Libra, the sign of a Libra, is represented by the scales. So it's all about balance and harmony in life. This full moon is an opportunity to release or rearrange anything that is out of balance, out of harmony in our lives, so that we can bring things into more of a state of balance and harmony. This full moon, which occurs during the beginning of the new spring season in the Northern Hemisphere, is also a time for blooming and blossoming. You know, the trees, the plants, the flowers, the grass, all of it is start to bloom and blossom. The the birds and the creatures and the critters are starting to come out of hibernation. I sit in my office and I see all these beautiful, you know, I see robins and cardinals and blue jays and squirrels and all these little things in the grass outside of my um, office window. And I just love it because it's like the world is coming alive again. So it's really a time for, mm, for growth and for rebirth and renewal. So Ask yourself on your healing journey, because this it, these energies are about, and the energy of Libra is about us 
as you know, we have to look at ourselves as individuals on a healing journey and in this life in general, but also we are part of the global community, the community of humanity. So on your healing journey, where can you be more focused on yourself and your healing while at the same time honoring others in your life? Because other people's healing journeys are not going to look the same as yours. You know, my ex-husband and I are processing and dealing with Greg's return to spirit in very different ways. So I honor his way. I honor my own way. Um, That's where some of the balance comes in from Libra. Now, the sun is still in Aries, the sign of Aries. And Aries is more centered on the self. But the moon is in Libra, which is more about relationships with others. If there's been any tension in your life or in your relationships, this is the time that those may pop up for attention and healing and releasing. Because again, the full moon is all about releasing. It's about shining a light on things that are out of balance, out of harmony. How can we renegotiate those things, heal them, or release them? Something else, I'm hearing the word feminine and femininity, and that's something I wanted to remember to talk about because the full moon is also a time to really reevaluate and reclaim your femininity and your feminine essence. Not from... You know, I deliberately use the word essence instead of power because the word power connotates more of a harsh, um, jarring type of energy. And for me, it's more about your feminine energy and your feminine essence. And so coming, you know, reclaiming those things from a place of, of grace and strength in knowing who you are, knowing what you desire, what your values are, what I just talked about, and what you're here to express. And then release anything that doesn't support that. Um, Something else that I want to be sure to mention, there is something else that's going on in the universe right now in the cosmos that is very rare. It only happens um, like every 150 or 60 years. The last time this happened was somewhere around the year 1869. So the United States was in a civil war, you know, or had just, that was around the end of the civil war. But again, it was a very long time ago. None of us were alive then. None of us, none of our, you know, grandparents were alive then. I think probably some of my great grandparents were definitely alive then, but not my grandparents. Um, But what it is, is the planets Jupiter and Neptune are meeting up in the sign of Pisces. It's called a conjunction. And a conjunction is when it's when two planets are less than eight degrees apart from one another in the universe. So what happens then is their energies are amplified as is the energy of the zodiac sign that they're in. Now the last time they were conjunct, they were in Aquarius, but today on April 12th of 2022, they are meeting up, they are conjunct in the sign of Pisces. The next time they meet up will be in the sign of Aries, but none of us will be alive then because again, 150 160 years from now. So the energies of each, remember that Jupiter is the planet of expansion, of optimism, of wisdom, of abundance. Neptune, and I'm going to talk a little bit first about Neptune, the lower energies of Neptune, but Neptune is the planet of dissolving. And heaven knows we are seeing a lot of things dissolving on our planet right now. You know, many of the old structures and way of doing things are simply not working anymore. But remember, we are in a Pluto return 
And Pluto is the planet of transformation. So things have to dissolve in an expanded way, in a, in a big, massive way, so that they can be transformed through the energies of Pluto. So I talked about the like lower level energies of Neptune, but I want to talk about the higher level energies of Neptune because they're beautiful. So Neptune is the planet of things like compassion, um, the higher dimensions, the higher self, intuition, imagination. It's about the higher heart and about our connection to spirit. And then, as I said, they are meeting up in, in the sign of Pisces. Pisces is a water sign. So it's dreamy. It's intuitive. It's watery. It's emotional. It's about feeling all the feels. It's, um, it's spiritual and metaphysical. So the energies of this Neptune-Jupiter, Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces, it's going to impact us the rest of the year. So I invite you to really tap into these energies now and let them support you on your healing journey. Ride the waves of them throughout the rest of the year. This is a time for, for new creations to be birthed, for new insights and awarenesses, for creating and forging new paths in our lives, in our lives as individuals and as a collective, especially those of you listening who are on a healing path. It's also a time filled with opportunity to expand your ability to connect with your higher self, to your spirit guides, to the angels, the archangels, to all the benevolent beings and to your loved ones in spirit. And since this is occurring as we're entering the full moon, the full moon is going to illuminate all of these abilities. It's going to thin the veil even more for us. Um, it's going to illuminate all of the possibilities, all the things that have been hiding in the shadows, including your gifts to connect to the higher realms that may have been lying dormant or hiding in the shadows. Um, something else that I'm hearing that's important to say is that Neptune also represents unconditional love. So when you pair that with Jupiter's energy of expansion, how can you expand your unconditional love for yourself as well as others in your life, others you encounter in your day-to-day -day life and for the spiritual realm? And again, these two planets meeting up in Pisces with all of its watery, emotional, dreamy, intuitive energy is going to affect us in really profound ways. Emotions on an individual level, as well as a collective level, may be heightened. So just be aware. And if things in the collective get extremely emotional, if things start to happen on the physical plane that trigger us emotionally, ask yourself if that is something, A, is it even true? Because there's, a, there's so much that goes on or that we are led to believe that goes on that is a mirage. It is a, um, it's an illusion. And there may be some truth in what we're told is occurring, but some of it may be, you know, the, the truth may be this little kernel that is concealed by all of the extraneous illusion that is covering it. So ask yourself, you know, A, is this actually real or is it being exploited in some way? Is it being magnified in some way. Um, and then ask yourself, is it something that you need to really give your attention and your energy to, especially if something happens that is then on the news 24-7? I used to get caught up in those kind of things. And, you know, I would watch the news 24-7. I would watch the cable news channels 24-7. And 
what that did to my energy was not healthy. And when I started looking beneath the layers and seeing what was really going on with the sensationalism, with the hypervigilance and what it does to us as individuals and as a collective, I stepped away from it. Um, So ask yourself those questions because everything may be heightened during this time on an emotional level. And then if there are things in your life, in your personal life that affect you personally, ask yourself, is this something that I have any control over? Is this something that is going to impact me or that I need to allow to impact me on a personal level or not? Because not everything, even if it happens to someone very close to you, you can be there to support them without being there to support them, right? You can be there to support them by sending them loving energy and healing energy and grace and, um, you know, taking them a meal or, you know, whatever it is, whatever you feel called to do without, without being there in the middle of whatever is going on. So remember really to go with the flow, just like water does. Allow yourself a sense of surrender. Be acutely aware of what you can shift and change and what you need to just surrender to and simply allow to be. Allow others to have opinions and beliefs that are different from yours. Allow yourself to express yourself creatively. Um, Allow yourself to experience new levels of beauty and connection and love and expansion and insights and awarenesses. Allow yourself to open up to the spiritual realm in new ways. Allow your intuition to expand. Allow yourself to receive both on the physical plane as well as from spirit. And allow yourself to heal, to take your healing to a new level, to move down a new path on your healing journey. And spend time in or near the water, whether it's a luxurious bath with Mm, with rose petals and essential oils and Epsom salts, or whether it's a walk by a river or sitting by a lake or the ocean. And I came up with a question, or I didn't come up with this. I was given a question from Spirit um, that I invite you to journal on today or over the next few days as we're in the energies of the full moon, as well as this um, Jupiter-Neptune conjunction in Pisces. The question is, How can I take the higher aspects of Neptune and Jupiter, expansion, manifestation, abundance, um, compassion, connection, all the things that I listed a few minutes ago, how can I take those higher aspects and combine them with the energies of Pisces and use that going forward on my healing journey? And what do I need? What is the full moon illuminating that I need to release in order to do that? Because if we are weighed down by lower level energies, lower level emotions, it's like carrying a backpack full of boulders and rocks on your back. You you might take a step forward, but then you're going to fall down. And so what can you release from that backpack? What is a full moon illuminating that you can release from that backpack in order to allow yourself to flow forward on your healing journey? And this is also the last full moon before eclipse season begins. So I highly encourage you to do the values exercise that I just described so that you are ready for all the cosmic energies coming our way. See what areas of life you're out of alignment in with your values and look at what you can release again during this full moon to come more into a state of harmony and balance within yourself. Because what you 
the energies you carry within you have a ripple effect out to the people around you, the people around them. It's like you throw a pebble in a pond and it ripples out. Um, Also, I still have, I want to mention, I still have a few openings for the month of April for my illumination readings. So if you are interested in one of those spaces and I'm beginning to do those this week, I'm super excited. What has been coming through is amazing. Um, So if you are interested in one of those, just email me at info at laurielatimer.com. I will send you the payment link and get you on my schedule for April. All right. I think that is all for this week. I would love for you to post your top five values on your Instagram or Facebook and tag me so that I can support you. If we are not friends on Facebook, you can go to, you can actually go to my Facebook uh, page for the podcast, which is, I think it's just facebook.com slash grief with grace podcast. You can post in there or you could send me an email and share them with me that way if you'd like, or again, tag me on Instagram, either in your stories or on your feed. Um, But I really want to support you and um, see where I can be of assistance on your journey. So until next week, as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.